0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Promatic sticker anime podcast presented by PlayStation Universe. I'm your host Gary and as always, I am joined by my magnificent co host Ben and Alfonso. Ben, hello. how are you doing?
1: I'm not bad, thank you. How about you?
0: Oh, I'm actually really good because I was really happy with my recommendation,
2: <laughs> personally
0: <laughs> speaking. Um, but we'll get to that, obviously. Um, but you're excited because you got your fan fest. You got your yep. new expansion coming to Final Fantasy fourteen. Yep. You're a happy little boy.
1: Yeah. I can't wait. November.
0: I particularly like how you get the the new class of Reaper is essentially the Bloodborne class from Bloodborne. Yeah. Any yes. one of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Sage it's so a, a
0: I, I love how the, the memes came out for it like instantaneously after oh, yeah. they saw what uh, USGP was dressed up. By the way, Kudos to the people who dress up Yoshi P on the announcements. Those are yeah. some hardcore costume designers there because he looks fantastic in all those yeah. cosplays. <laughs>
1: yes. Uh, mm-hmm. His samurai one, his gunbreaker one, and now um, mm-hmm. Reaper.
0: And he pulls them off really well too for his yeah. age. So good on him. They could have hired any sort of actual cosplayer to, to present it. But no,
1: so he was like, I was. It. it was a little awkward. I, I'm, for him, if I'm honest, because he couldn't see underneath the hat, so the entire, <laughs> the entire because he had only had it during the keynote, you know, when they were talking about the expansion mainly, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so he had to hold the hat the entire two hours. He was like wow. holding the tip of the hat, so he could actually read any of the the comments and stuff like that, because they had the comments on the screen from YouTube and Twitch.
2: Mm-hmm
1: so he had to like hold the hat anytime he wanted to take a drink or, <laughs> or read anything.
0: That's uh, awesome. Well, I'm glad you're happy, man. I know it's your it's your baby. Yes. So kudos to them for constantly still supporting it. Yeah. Alfonso. Hello, hello. How's it going, buddy?
2: It goes well. All is good. Can't complain. It's been a good week for me. Not stressful. Work, um, just, oh, well, all good in my, in my world.
0: Goody, goody, goody. I'm glad to yeah. hear. We're going to talk some anime, because there's some news, very exciting news, super exciting news that came out last week. We didn't have an anime podcast last week, so we're going to talk about it now. On Goku Day, it was officially confirmed and announced that we are getting a brand new Dragon Ball Super Movie. Next year. Who's excited? I'm super excited.
1: I'm hyped.
2: Yeah. I'm hella hyped. Yes. Akira Toriyama
0: released a statement um, thanking fans and all that, but he also said that there's going to be a surprise character that's going to make an appearance. Who's going to be the surprise? Let's let's speculate. I'm Colin Cooler. Personally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, hoping, I'm hoping for Cooler, if anything. So...
0: I'm hoping that's your surprise character too, cooler?
1: Yeah, it makes sense to have all the characters. Um, I mean,
0: it's not a surprise if it's Frieza, because he's kind of been a prominent
1: yeah. character at this point in Super. Um, Moro wouldn't be much of a surprise now. because the manga.
0: I mean, could Brawley be a surprise?
1: I mean, with how much, how little he's been used, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, if they're having trouble with whatever or whoever they're facing here, Brawley coming in to help them, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll get Crawley fusion. I don't know.
1: <laughs> you mean... <laughs> Wait, Crawley?
0: No, what what's the fusion with Goku and Broly called? I don't remember. Kakarot. Kakarot. Kakarot.
1: Karoli. My Broly? Karoli.
2: Oh my god. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> terrible. Yeah,
1: Karoli.
2: That's so bad.
1: Because <laughs> 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 Kakarot and Broly, isn't it?
2: hmm.
0: hmm. Car- uh, yeah, that's what I assumed. Yeah, it was. It was Crowley.
1: Carolli. Oh,
0: God. But no, but, obviously, if Coor is gonna be in it, though, we are gonna see Frieza. He's gonna be yeah. featured in it.
1: And there's gonna be a And I think it'll be coo- great.
0: <laughs> They're gonna become Kuroza? Oh, my God, please, no.
1: <laughs> I mean, it would. I know it sounds weird, but it would also make sense with the whole storyline of um, Broly. Remember, because. Um, Freezer was being again his ass beat by um, Broly for longer than everyone else in the movie because he is a mm-hmm. tank, and then Gogeta appears and they're like, he's like, who are you? He's like, yeah, we're a fusion of both, and so Freezer now knows about fusion.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I don't think I mean it's in his ego
0: to do it, but I mean if it is going to be cooler, um. There's going to be a big backstory you're going to have to tell of what the hell has Cooper been doing this whole time and where I he's mean,
1: been. I could, different, um, different part of space.
0: Boom, done. Yeah, but he, even in different part of space, he would have known about Frieza's and his dad's death. He would have known about Frieza's resurrection. I would assume he would because Frieza rebuilt his army and is conquering the galaxy again. You Frieza... would think Cooler would know all this by now.
1: Freezer knows everything, so Cooler probably knows everything but doesn't care. (laughs) Yeah, Freezer had a a side arc saying that he knew about Super Saiyan God and Beerus and Margin Blue. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and then recently with the Moro chapter, spoilers, he knew about Moro. So, you know.
0: Freezer just knows everything.
1: Yeah, so it could be <laughs> so that Cooler knows that his his brother and father died, but has so little connection with his brother and father, that didn't really care at all. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it could be, uh, the side story could be the fact that because Frieza's worried about the Saiyans in some way, because, you know, he is a little bit after he's seen Goku. I know he doesn't show it, but you know that he's got a little bit of fear from Goku and Vegeta because he's seen what they can do. Yeah,
0: and probably he knows wow. he's unmatched at this point. Like, before he could probably take Goku on his own if he obviously knew how to harness that tower in Resurrection F. Yeah. Um, but now that they've obviously surpassed him, he knows he's no match. That's why he tried to get Brawley to do it. And then yeah. even though he lasted against Brawley longer than the two of those guys combined individually. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I
1: mean, the difference is Frieza doesn't go in playing that much when he knows it's a threat. Goku yeah. still is like, ha you're murdering me.
0: But with his brother teaming up with him, I think it'd be pretty cool, you know, two on two fight without them relying on fusion, you know, them going old school yeah. like they did in the Tournament of Power. Like They could have fused in Tournament of Power with the Patara earrings, but they refused, if you remember. Because yeah. um, they want to take Jiren on on their own. Um, yeah. I think the other big surprise, in my opinion, if it's not going to be cooler, Um, I think a big surprise for me personally and for Alfonso will make him super happy is Cell.
1: Ah. Yeah,
0: if they bring back Cell somehow.
1: I was going to say Janemba.
0: Um, (laughs) I don't think they'll do Janemba. I really don't because his character...
1: Yeah, but then they could bring back Gogeta and that sells.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I, I think Cell would be a good choice. Yeah. Um... Because I know people have wanted Cell back for a long time. Mm-hmm. I know Alfonso mm-hmm. will yes. Yes. bust them nut immediately yes. if he's announced.
1: <laughs> Just don't be Ultimate Cell.
2: Please. <laughs> no. no, 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 no.
0: I mean, I could you know. see it being Cell where he kind of broke free from whatever prison he's in in the underworld. Because we know the underworld that we officially got from Toriyama in... Super is different than obviously GT yeah. and what we knew before. Careful. Because freezes trapped in a little for, bubble.
1: Home for infinite losers. But the, German, <laughs> the German demons.
0: Yeah, like if we find out Cell broke loose somehow and has been wreaking havoc and, and hell and training and getting more powerful, if he can come back as a normal, perfect Cell, but obviously beefed up because he's been training because he has the say in cells, I think it would be freezer. an interesting encounter. With Cell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell. I think Cell will be a good surprise.
1: They don't even need to have him break out. We were in the manga. It's canon that some of the Cell Juniors are alive. hmm Because they help Android seventeen on his on his
0: island. So what do we know? They they run about the Dragon Balls and they find them and resurrect Cell. <laughs> we want Papa back. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe
1: some weird programming <laughs> happens of- some shit. Sleeper.
0: Or they're just a reincarnation of Cell, so when they grow up, they just turn into him? Yeah. <laughs> so then he's going to be a like Kura's army up in here. I mean, they're the metal juniors,
1: so... That means they technically still Cell. He, yeah, mm. he spat out his own kids, therefore there was no other DNA involved other than his own. That Those are him. And they are him.
0: <laughs> yeah. So... Um. So yeah, like when when he says a surprise character, I would have to assume it's a character we haven't seen in canon form. So somebody from the movies or someone we haven't seen in a long time. Um, I just don't see them being. Oh look, it's you know Khalifa and Kale. They're the surprise character. That's not a surprise for me. You know, it has to be somebody we haven't seen in a long time. Like I'll take hey, Who knows? Maybe Probably the junior. the movie's gonna be. <laughs> <God> damn it! <laughs> I would love Garlic <laughs> Jr. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, like, it, what if it'll be something really cool like, you know, Raditz and Nappa coming back? That'll be a great surprise for me. Um, uh,
1: at least Raditz for me. I would love to see Raditz back.
0: Yeah, same here. Um, so it would have to be somebody we haven't seen in a long time or from the movies that they're going to essentially make canon. That's what, what would be a surprise for me. But yeah, super stoked for this. It's it's back oh. after so long. God.
2: Ugh, Do you feel it's yeah. too soon?
0: No, I think it's been too long. It's only what? been two years? it Bra- was three, year- three, four years now, dude. What? Bro, I think, was 2017.
1: I uh, thought it was 2018, but still, by the time this comes out, it'll be like five years, right, I think?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I'm, <laughs> I forgot Japan. Yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> I think it's been too long. Like personally, I think they can now officially go if they're going to do the anime again, just go do the Mara song. Twenty nineteen,
1: you're and that's right. Over, but still, yeah,
2: yeah. But where does he's the anime now? Like, because I want the anime, and they taking way too long. Because there's not enough
0: story to do in the anime. The moral arc just ended. They can probably do that whole arc in twenty episodes. If they wanted to,
2: really, twenty episodes. And no one. <laughs> Obviously, they can
0: <laughs> drag it out for fifteen episodes of Goku fighting Frieza for five minutes of Namek's destruction. But
1: <laughs> it would still be. That? You gotta remember, even with Dragon Ball, most most Dragon Ball and most episodes of any anime is two to
0: three chapters per episode so like what they can do is if once this movie comes out you know whatever happens in this movie they can just go and do what they did with the anime of super and just retell the movies of battle of the gods and resurrection f in the anime form of brawly and whatever this next movie is and then go into moro and you'll easily get over 100 episodes that way I'd be Mm -hmm.
1: interested to see how this movie goes because Moro canonically is right after Broly. Um, Mm -hmm. The story-wise the first chapter of Moro because they skipped Broly in the manga. Um, Yeah. But the first chapter canonically is Goku using instant transmission from Broly's planet and then Moro literally starts right there. So um, even there's going to be a time skip which would be good. Maybe the surprise is the fact that Goten and Trunks are adults.
0: No. The surprise <laughs> better be Goten's being a badass again.
1: Goten. Oh, okay. I, mean, okay. <laughs> I want
0: Mag Daddy back.
1: For some reason, I thought you said Goten being a badass again. I'm like, but when?
0: <laughs> <laughs> when they took down Hitler. <laughs> <sighs> No, I was god. They got to do something with Go Tanks, man. Uh, so yeah, that's coming next year. So officially, I'm excited. More Dragon yeah. Ball is on the way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it's not the series, but I'll take whatever I can get. The movie's still gonna be good. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we do have a series to talk about. It's called Dragon Ball Heroes. Yay! <laughs> we had a new episode. And it picks uh-huh. up right where the last one left off. So let's get into it. Vegeta fighting against mm-hmm. Cumber and our favorite Saiyan. Goku's not brother. Taurus. Taurus? Taurus, Taurus yes. Who looks a lot like Raditz now. I don't know why. But he's got Raditz's hair going on and shit. Yeah. I thought it was Raditz when I first saw it. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> is that Raditz? <laughs> I was all excited and shit. <laughs> God, not even yeah. Heroes wants to use Raditz in that, but- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, but we did get a cameo of Raditz in this yeah, episode. We did.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But yes, yeah, so Vegeta is in Super Saiyan Boo form. He's fighting the two, and obviously he's getting his ass kicked, because that's what Vegeta does. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. needs help from Goku. Um. But first, he somehow, okay, I was really confused about this, because as he's getting his ass kicked, somebody shoots an energy attack at Cumber, that I believe Taurus deflects, right? Yeah. Stops the attack from hitting him. And then for some reason, Cumber gets pissed off and starts fighting with him. I didn't understand that at all. (laughs) I must have missed something. Why they started fighting each other.
1: I thought it was just like they're saying pride, like, I'm stronger than you. And Cumber's like, no, I'm stronger than you. And then they, like, compare dicks. Yeah,
0: yeah, they just start fighting each other. Um, Yeah. And then Goku appears with... I always forget his name. Go hearts. somebody, remember? Hearts? Yeah, Hearts. Um, and as they're, you know, helping Vegeta, um, we get the official reveal that the Masked Saiyan now is obviously Rose. Or Goku Black. Zamazoo. Um And his mask cracks, and he goes... His purple form, his rose form, um, mm-hmm. and he starts fighting Goku. So they take off, and out of nowhere, Taurus, Taurus attacks Hearts and essentially starts telling Vegeta that he is not strong enough to win because he's not a real Saiyan. Saiyan power is this, Saiyan power is that. And Vegeta starts having flashbacks of all the bad he's done. Um, and we have these scenes, these flashbacks in brand new animated form of him killing Nappa and then Whoa, wait. him
2: Hold on, Gary, you forgot something. Yeah. Like Vegeta got hit by that horror thing first while having those flashbacks.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry, yes.
2: Yeah, because that's when he was talking about, oh you needed... you're not evil, that's why you're not the way you are in terms of mm-hmm. strength. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so he starts remembering all the evil things he's done. And mm-hmm. what doing those evil things led to him and it led to his death at the hands of Frieza and Namek. Um and that's when he opens his eyes and starts telling him that this is not you know, having true Saiyan power is not to be evil, it's you know, to train and become stronger that way. Um which at that point he becomes I believe it's his sparkle version. Yeah. Just without the sparkle. <laughs>
1: It was Darkness, uh, Super Saiyan Blue, Sparkle Good
0: Vegeta yeah. At first because I thought Gachi he went Ultra Instinct <laughs> Yeah, at first I thought he went Ultra Instinct But then I was like, no, yeah. that's not Vegeta he, He's in the Sparkle evolution Form um, yeah. And he just beats the shit Out of him like In like three moves And then Cumber sparkle, shows up
1: Darkness, Big Bang Attack
0: evil good and then cumber shows up and he's like oh i'm super powerful and vegeta like galak guns cumber right in the face (laughs) and cumber like the smoke clears and cumber is just standing there and he loses his mask and he looks just like fucking goku now (laughs) without his mask (laughs) (laughs) and he's like oh goku
1: but roided up is you know um Grade 2, I think it's called, Super Saiyan. You know, when they get mm-hmm. really bulky. He's basically yeah. Grade 2, Super Saiyan 3, Goku, unmasked. Now with more darkness
0: juice. <laughs> more darkness juice. Yeah, so he Gawa guns him, and his mask comes off, and he, stands and he says something about power and all that, and then he passes out and falls over. So Vegeta essentially took out Cumber in one shot. This guy who they couldn't even defeat, like, as Vegito, blue, mm-hmm. they couldn't beat, but here's Vegeta doing it on his own. Um, mm-hmm. And he looks up and he sees that Rose has Goku in a choke and he's holding him up, and that's pretty much where the episode ends.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I have no idea where that heart is. He just kind of disappeared after getting hit. Um, so, yeah, that was essentially the whole episode. Um, I actually enjoyed this episode because it put the spotlight on Vegeta doing something. Besides getting his ass kicked for no reason. Um, Alfonso, since this yeah. is your favorite show. No. <laughs> your thoughts on this episode?
2: I, I like this episode too because it reminds me of Z when Goku was fighting Boo, And basically this is Vegeta reminiscent of all the stuff that he did when he was evil about strength and how it's like, Oh, I was ruthless and I was strong, but then come Goku. And you know, was, he thought it was because of his loved ones, but no, it was just him constantly training. And it kind of reminded me of that. So yeah, I liked it for that. Um, yeah. The one shot to come I didn't like that. Like I, I wanted to see more of <laughs> <was way> too <laughs> I was way too quick. Um, Turlis, eh, I I I feel it was a cheat that Vegeta used this so-called power from, from um Turles. That's what he said. You use my power to control it and use it as your own So I don't think this form or this so-called part that he has is going to last because I'm pretty sure he's about to fight Rose, you know, Black in the next episode. Mm-hmm. And this, like, we we know, Vegeta has his one shine moment, you know, he has his moments. The way he shines once, and then that's it is over. So, I feel he's gonna lose again to Black <laughs> next episode. But overall, good <laughs> episode, yeah.
0: Ben, what about you?
1: I feel that's the same something. as um, as mm-hmm. uh, he had his one moment to shine, which sucks because I wish he had more. Because it's you know Vegeta, but yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, like, it's it's sad that he one-shot Cumber because here is me like super looking forward to Cumber fighting Brawly. Um and now that's not even worth it if Vegeta can just one-shot him like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um when they still can't beat Brawly no matter what they do. Um mm-hmm.
1: But now how what here's the big question? What's more powerful, Golden Metal Cool or Darkness Metal Darkness Super Saiyan Blue Sparking? <laughs> Good Vegeta.
0: Well, I, dude, it doesn't matter anymore because <laughs> Golden Metal Cooler took out Cumber before he overheated. So he was really more powerful <laughs> but then he fought against Brawley and got his ass kicked with his brother. So <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know what's going on power-wise there. But Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I did particularly like um, the long hair of Taurus. Um, I think he looks badass with the long hair. Um, that's some raddest shit. Like I said, I thought it was Raditz. I was super excited. I was like, "Holy shit, Raditz is back!" But for some reason, he just has long hair now. I don't know how he got the long hair, but he did. Um, um from eating too much fruit. too much yeah, <laughs> <have a> fruit. <laughs> Does that mean he's just like in constant Super Saiyan three form without having to transform? Maybe. You know what I got there? I yeah, thought that good was to kind be. of what it was. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Because you just munching on that shit like it's candy. He's got to poop sometime, right? <laughs> so yeah, Does that was the end of that, of that episode.
1: This is poop, like, really super powerful as well.
0: Just crushes the earth as it hits the ground.
1: <laughs> 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 the poop of light! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it might. not have all the same resources, but it still has it. I'm going to eat it.
1: Fruit. Uh. <laughs> that's fantastic.
0: Um. Well, yeah, that's all of my news. Um. There is going to be a brand new um. Dokken live event for Dokken Battle, uh, coming up soon. Here, I have no idea what it's for. Uh, um. Probably since know, the anniversary is coming up. LR Baby. They're going to do another LR Baby Vegeta? Probably. Oh, God. I hope not.
1: Because um, we we need a GT Villains LR. And this is supposed to be part two of Golden Week. So it wouldn't make sense. I, that it's...
0: I think it should be Hellfire 17.
1: That'd be cool, but...
0: That transforms into Super 17.
1: I don't, is Super 17 even part of GT? Yeah, he is. Am I?
0: Yeah. Yeah, here. yeah. because you have the two of them and they fuse, yeah. right? So I think it should just yeah. be the two of them as one card and then they have the active skill to transform or whatever. Into the, I would, I'd
1: Dragon. prefer it be Shadow Dragons, but... Um, we got Japan? a free Shadow
0: Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> or, well, Japan so got a
1: free Shadow Dragons.
0: Yeah, we didn't. Unless it's going to be Omega Shenron. That's the only other one I could see it being. But I, it shouldn't be Baby Vegeta. That's terrible. Unless it's just no, baby no, that transformed into baby. baby. Oh, the
1: sprite new sprites for baby. Yeah. You know, in...
0: That's poop. We already have a baby Vegeta LR. We don't need another one. By well, the way, I guess it's going to be a short little stream. So, Because we have the anniversary, the global anniversary is next month, I believe, isn't it? No, it's a little later than that, I think. July? Mm. I thought it was June. Herbal. Oh well, we got.
1: Um, though we got uh, Dragon Ball Legends anniversary in thirteen days.
0: No oh, nice. Quick um, anniversary. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Seventh. So yeah, that would be July.
0: Mm. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, if there's no more news.
2: Um, just that the version for Dr. Stone and the Promised Neverland are now streaming. Well, Dr. Oh, Stone shit. is on episode one and Promised Land are now is on episode six. So that season is halfway through. Nice. And yeah,
0: I've
2: got anime that's news.
1: It. But I've been playing D&D on a Wednesday night and one of <laughs> the enemies ate a fruit, like made it really powerful. And the entire night I was just like, oh, look, it's Turles."
0: Very <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, okay, nice. Oh. Alrighty then. It's time to speak and talk about the anime. By week, my recommendation was Soccer Wars the Animation, which I have to say, I didn't know this beforehand. And if I did, I may not have recommended it. But. Soccer Wars, the animation, isn't based on the game. It takes place after the game. (laughs) Um,
1: Uh, I I was getting very confused about some of the stuff that was in the anime. I guess that's why, because I've never played the game. Yes.
0: Uh, A lot of the established stuff, a lot of the characters that you saw appear for like half a second and then never appear again, a lot of stuff happened in the game. And obviously the character dynamics was built up in the game um, very well. Even though you got some glimpses of it in the anime. But yes, the anime takes place after the game. Um, On the positive note of the anime, though, it was written by the same guys who wrote the game. And the animation studio, I believe, was also the same animation studio that did the animated cutscenes in the game as well. So you did get a lot of quality there. But I just wanted to get that out of the way. And I'm sorry, if I knew... I probably wouldn't have recommended it um but now that i've watched it i'm very happy with it i loved it um but yes sakura wars tells the tale of um sakura and her friends who essentially run a theater in japan this is an alternate timeline japan i think it's like 1940s japan uh, where World War II, World War I never happened, and humanity had to essentially join forces to fight demons. So they built mugens, the uh, robots that you see in, in the anime, uh, to fight off demons as they invaded. Um, and yeah, so their Imperial Combat Review is what they're called the Flower Division, uh, is based off of to- uh, out of Tokyo, Japan and Yeah, they essentially have a theater. They have to perform and do plays to essentially make money to keep renovations going, keep their Mugans all up and running because the government doesn't fund any of that stuff. Um, So, yeah, that's essentially the overall history of it. But in this story, we are introduced to a bunch of characters that were not in the game um and that's from the moscow imperial review as we start the anime at least um let me look up their names really quick i don't remember exactly what the names are excuse me for one second uh... Eh? Oh my god, I can't find any of the names. I'm sorry. Okay, so yes, okay. So the story focuses on Kara, who is this little girl who apparently survived a huge explosion uh, of the Moscow Review, Imperial Review as it was destroyed. It was an airship. It crashed uh, it exploded. Everybody from the Revue died, but she was the sole survivor. Um, and the story picks up with them on the train, and this demon is trying to capture her um, along with this woman in white. uh called White Cape, as they call her. They're both after Kwara. And in the, on this train station, we're introduced to um, Kamiyama, who is the main character in the game, the male character who runs the combat review for the Flower Division. He's their captain. Um, They essentially rescue her from the demon and introduce her to the Flower Division. So Sakura, um, Anastasia, Hatsuro, um, Hatsusho, sorry, uh, and um, the other ones. um, Azumi and Korisa. or Korisa.
2: Um, before you go on, Gary, use his real name, please.
0: What's his real name?
2: Weiss. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Weiss, because <laughs> he does his voice? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Yes, Weiss. Um. So, yeah, and essentially the story is them taking her in, because she has no memory of what happened, and protecting her. Um, but they're quickly um, come into conflict with the supposed new Moscow combat review, uh, where um, Valerie Kaminsky is now the leader. Uh, he says that he survived with some members, but they can't show their face because they're badly burnt. Um, and he wants to take Clara back with him. And we're introduced to Clara's sister, Layla. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Clara, again, doesn't remember who she is. She doesn't remember anybody. Um, so they kind of refuse to give her up without Kamiyama's approval. Who isn't there? He's in Europe trying to find out exactly what happened over there. Um, but during this whole time, we're getting a lot of encounters with someone called Black Cape, who's been trying to kidnap Clara. Um, who's constantly being saved by White Cape, this female warrior, um, who's constantly saving her. Um, but obviously. Because we aren't stupid, we know that Kaminsky is essentially doing a lot of bad shit trying to get her back. Um, And throughout the show, we obviously get a lot of character interactions. Which, again, for me, I absolutely loved because I got to experience these interactions in the game. Um, But for you guys, uh, it was probably a little different. Especially when it came to um, Sakura and her best friend Hatsusho. Otso show, yes, the the fiery redhead. Um, what are your guys' quick thoughts on on the characters overall um, throughout the show, though? I just want to know, um, Alfonso.
2: I I like the characters. I like that we didn't really get um, backstory with the other three. You know the mm-hmm. ninja, the 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 black chick and uh, the one that used the spell book because mm-hmm. we got backstory with Sakura and her best friend and how they were kids and she would go to the shrine and you know they would always celebrate with the, the blossom of the tree but yeah it bothered me that we didn't get backstory with the other three especially matter of fact, we didn't even get backstory like how they were created and stuff like that so that kind of bothered me but overall they, they in my opinion my favorite was the ninja <laughs> I can't. Re- I can't remember her name, but just because a, of Azami. Yeah, yeah, just because of how she see things. She said there's fun, and she wants to do it, but she can't because she has to be strict with her ninja duties. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I yeah, so agree with what you said. It was hard for me to be invested with the characters when I didn't know much about them. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, the ninja was the best.
0: Yeah, and. It, it sucks because, like I guess in the game, like you get a lot of backstory with all of them um, and how they know each other and the interactions. Like Clarice, she's royalty from Lithuania, I believe it is, Um, who's in Japan to study and she joins the, the review. She's the, the one with the book and she has inherited magical abilities that are super rare in that world. And she's one of the people who's able to do it. That's why she has that book that she casts spells with. Um, Anastasia was um, a girl that came in late to the flower division in the game but they brought her in to kind of beef them up because they were failing um, and they were being protected by the Shanghai combat review Like Japan was in shambles like they didn't really have a good team Like they had this team but they sucked they didn't know how to work as a team they didn't have anything like that so Anastasia was brought in Cause she was famous at the time for you know her plays and stuff she was brought in to help them make their plays better whereas Kamiyama was brought in um from a different division to help boost the combat review and make them be able to defend tokyo themselves and Kamiyama was also childhood friends with sakura um and he knew her dad and their parents knew each other and stuff like that. So they have a history. But Azumi it was an orphan girl who was taken in by this old guy who watched a lot of ninja movies. And he essentially started to raise her as a ninja, but he himself wasn't a ninja. <laughs> so he essentially just bullshitted throughout the whole thing but somehow she got these skills to be all sneaky and stuff like that and the only reason he did it is because he didn't really know what was going to happen with her when she grew up and he essentially just taught her how to defend herself and survive by teaching her how to be a ninja and he made up all these stupid rules for her to follow that's why she constantly quotes rules out like ninja rule this ninja rule that so yeah, that's some backstory for you guys. Sorry. <laughs> um so yeah. Um so we'll get to the kind of the meat and bones here, but um the white cape, uh she we, we find out that white cape, if you didn't kind of catch on to it throughout the show, it was pretty obvious, but white cape we find out is a woman who runs an orphanage. Um, And she's also Sakura's teacher. She taught her how to fight with a sword. Um, And she runs an orphanage. And she's protecting. A lot of these kids. Who we later find out. Aren't all. Normal human kids. But. Alexi Or sorry. Kaminsky. He is getting tired of trying to get Kara. Back through diplomacy. So he starts to do things. Um that are kind of destructive um obviously he he has black cape try to kidnap her um and then he has black cape attack the orphanage um where we see them come in with their mugens to to fight against this humanoid robot essentially um and they have a hard time doing it, but um white cape is able to hold her own against something that these giant robots are having a hard time to do. Um, but during the fight, uh, Kaminsky is, u- we find out, is using a kind of a blue crystal uh, to that he's essentially grabbing from demons. Um, and the demons that we see in the story, they kind of look like half robots, half aliens. Um, that's kind of how they are in the game as well, but we find out that, um, Kaminsky, he wants Kara because she has a unique power, and it's kind of the same power that Layla has. Um, and we kind of go into a little bit of Kaminsky's backstory where we see him weighing down on the... On, the ground of this big crater and we kind of assume that the crater was caused by the airship that exploded because we see a giant crystal in the center and somebody comes out of that crystal that has these angelic wings and they fly off um and he has this crazy fascination of angels and god and having this crazy godlike power so, he kind of gets tired of going to diplomacy, and he throws out a challenge to the combat review. Um, it's like a three-stage challenge. One is like a dance competition. The other one is like an obstacle course. And the third one is essentially kind of a battle, but whoever gets to Kara first on this tower gets to keep her for the review that, that wins um so obviously the first competition we have is the dancing one with um hatsuho who is a shrine maiden so she does like a traditional shrine dance but we also have leila who is a russian ballerina dancer and she performs the black swans if you don't know what the black swan is you can go watch the movie with natalie portman it's one of the hardest performed dances in in ballet um when she performs that, obviously she wins. And then the obstacle course is Azumi. And she doesn't have any competition because Kaminsky's like, this is too degrading to my people. I'm not going to do this. And Azumi's like, hey, look, I won. I'm so good. <laughs> she didn't really compete. Um, but the third one comes in and, you default. know, the fighting. Default. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: what? Sorry.
1: I would say default. Foe.
0: <laughs> default. <laughs> default win, yes. <laughs> um but the third one is supposed to be kind of the combat uh get to the tower, top of the tower, but you're only using like fake wooden swords and they obviously fighting with the Mugans. Um and the flower division is doing really well. They're winning. Um Sakura gets to the top and she's attacked by uh the two Moscow review Mugans. Um they're able to take on the Take them down, but then Kaminsky does something where it causes all the power to go out. And people watching on the TVs and stuff, they're like, Oh, what's going on? We want to see what's happening. And while the power is out, uh Layla activates her real weapon along with all the other movements, and they start wreaking havoc on the flower division, destroying their mechs. It's like a real combat, they're trying to kill them essentially. Um, and Sakura is up there, she's trying to defend Quara, Kara, but she's not able to. Um, Layla then reveals to everyone that she herself is actually a demon. She's got the crazy wing, she's got some crystal eye on her right side, and that uh, um, Kara is also a demon, because obviously they're sisters. And it's at this point where Clara starts to remember who she is fully and she erupts with power and she gets her own wings and, you know, everybody's like holy shit, what's going on? She's uber powerful. Uh, But she flies away um, leaving them kind of to their own devices once they get the power back up. Um... So she leaves, Layla leaves, Kaminsky is now being hunted. Um, He takes his giant spaceship and he kind of disappears. We find out he goes underwater in the oceans off the coast of Japan. Um, But they're looking for him. Nobody knows what really happened because the power was out. Um, They know that, I believe, a demon attacked and that the two of them were working together to capture this demon because it makes sense to say like that because you don't want there to be you don't want the people to know that the combat reviews are fighting amongst themselves rather than fighting against demons because people living in a peaceful time but we find out that white cape once again saved clara because she passed out from using her power brought her to the orphanage at which point, again, the orphanage is attacked by Kaminsky. And it's here where Kaminsky finally kind of shows his true hand. And he pulls the spaceship out. And they're able to essentially capture Clara. Um, there's this huge fight that happens on the field. Um, White Cape is there. The Mugens are there. A bunch of... Um, not a bunch. Uh, a bunch of... Um, the Mugins from the Moscow Review and Leila are there. And, the, you know, they have a crazy fight, um, but they're not able to win. And Sakura's Mugen is severely damaged. Kara um, is taken away by Leila when she tries to use her power, but she can't because she exhausted so much of it. Um, so Wewa essentially escapes with her. And we kind of get more backstory about them and who they really are from Kamiyama, who is still in Europe. He's in Moscow, and he tracked down a woman who is essentially their mother, but not really, not by birth. And we find out that Layla and Kara aren't necessarily human or demon. They're just essentially genetically engineered demons um because obviously like i said we've seen the demons and they don't look anything like hara and leyla they're more beast than anything but they have a humanoid form um and they were essentially created to try to build the bridge to um peace between demons and humans so they mm-hmm. don't have to keep fighting Uh, And we find out that White Cape has been housing a lot of children that also look like demons who have been hiding. Um, And they know that if people find out, they would probably try to kill them. Uh, And Layla and Carl are essentially the ones that are supposed to build the bridge between the two. Um, Kaminsky found out about this, and he knows how much power they both wield. And we get in my opinion, really cool backstory for Kaminsky. Uh, That happens a little later, uh, but we may as well talk about it now. Um, We find out that Kaminsky is actually immortal. Um, I won't say immortal that he can't die by being killed, but immortal as in he doesn't age and die. And the crater that we saw wasn't actually from the airship, but it was from like hundreds of years ago. And he saw what he believed an angel was flying away. And he himself was badly wounded when this accident happened. And he walked up to the crystal. And he touched it. And it gave him immortality. And it gave him power. And he then took parts of this crystal to use as essentially a mind control device. So he can implant these crystals into demons and he'll have full control over them. Um, And throughout the years, he himself has been trying to make peace in the world. But he couldn't, because humanity is always wanting more power and wanting to kill. We saw glimpses of Genghis Khan and various other time periods where there's just constant war and battle that he's lived through. Um, and eventually he runs into Lewa next to a river and he sees that she has these wings and he calls her an angel, but he knows what she is um, and he sees the power that she wields uh, and he now believes he can use this power to essentially enslave humanity, I guess you can say, and rule it, which is what he's been trying to do throughout the whole show his whole goal is to bring peace to the world by ruling it if he rules it there will be no more conflict there'll be no more There's no battles even though humanity is kind of at peace with warring with itself because they now have a common enemy in the demon so he works with this woman i i, I don't know her name i'm sorry But he works with this woman and Layla and her sister until he finally sees the power that Kara has. And that power is greater than Layla's. And he needs to use her power in order to succeed in what he's doing. And he needs her because she harnesses his ship. And in his ship, he has essentially a nuclear fucking weapon that just destroys everything like a nuclear bomb by using her power. And that's how he wants to rule the planet. So he essentially puts a crystal into her giving him full control over her and he already has control over Layla, Um, and he, his ship appears. He uses her power as a demonstration. He broadcasts around the world telling them to all essentially stand down to not combine their forces, to discontinue their Mugens, um, and essentially bow to him. And he uses this demonstration, he destroys the, a mountain in Japan with one blast, such like a big, giant nuclear explosion, completely destroys it. And he gives them 24 hours to comply, or he will destroy Tokyo City. Obviously, the Flower divisions have having no part of it, um, and Sakura's Mugen is destroyed. But there is a prototype. And this prototype, well, it's not, it's not really a prototype. It's a Mugen that existed before. But, again, it's something you guys won't know about. And it wasn't really in this game, but it was in past games. And the Mugen belonged to a character called Sakura Gucci, And she was the head of the flower division um, back in the day. But she herself has been lost, along with a lot of other people from a lot of other divisions, uh, during uh, what they called uh, the Twin Capital War. They kind of mentioned it in the anime, and it's the war that they talk about a lot in the game. Because she went missing, and she was considered the greatest warrior in the world at the time. Um, And the Flower Division was the best. And the whole flower division was lost. That's why the new people that we see with Sakura and Anastasia and them, they took over. But they're all young. Um, And the only person who really survived was their president, who we see in the show prominently. It's the the woman in the kimono. Um, She was part of that, that division with Sakura Sengushi. She didn't go to the battle of the twin... Uh, capitals um, for over. I think she was hurt from previous battle, so she couldn't go. Uh, so she had to remain, and she was the only one who survived that battle. Um, but the Mugen that Sakura gets in this in the anime was Sakura and We saw glimpses of her in tiny little flash bits. If you guys remember, she's kind of standing. She's got like a uh, pigtails going on. You saw shadow like her in a, as a shadow figure. I believe there's a couple of scenes. Um, but she gets her Mugen, which is super powerful, but it drains a lot of spirit power. And the spirit power, for if you guys didn't understand it, it's essentially key.
2: Uh,
0: and the Mugen's run off of their pilot's key or spirit power.
2: Yeah, is this mentioned in the game as well?
0: Yes. Because they talk about spirit power in the anime, like towards the later episodes, but that's uh-huh. essentially what it is. The Mugen's run off of spirit power, um, and the more of it you have, the the obviously better you'll perform, and the more power your Mugen will have. And out of yeah, the, but, the team here, yes, go
2: ahead. But um, it was mentioned if she used too much, it would kill her. Yes. Like if she, yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, essentially like Dragon Ball. Remember when Tien used all his key and died when he tried to kill Nappa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the well, same thing.
1: Also, remember with Vegeta, final explosion, same thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just use up all of it and you'll die. Um, so the Mugans constantly take key from you. Um, and obviously your other power is like Clara. she can use her key outside of her Mugen. That's why she's able to do magical attacks. Other characters mm-hmm. can't do that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so she gets Sakura Senguchi's um, Mugen, which is super powerful takes a lot of ki. That's why she, Sakura Senguchi, at the time, was the only one who was able to wield it, because she was that powerful. Nobody else could wield it. Um, but obviously, our Sakura, Sakura Amiyama, she has the potential of being the best. Um, So she gets her in, and they uh, infiltrate the big flying fortress, and the big fight happens there. You know, they're fighting a bunch of Black Capes who are able to transform into, like, this crazy rock demonic things. Um, And we have this cool, huge battle, and then White Cape is there, and she's kind of helping them out, but she goes off to destroy the big Tenguska cannon, as they call it. Um, which is the cannon that's shooting that nuclear explosion beam of energy. Um, and at first, Sakura... Okay, I forgot. She first gets the first Mugen that she had in the game that gets destroyed, and she got the other one, which we saw throughout the whole show. She gets the old version of her Mugen that's how it looks a little ugly, yeah. and it's later that um, she gets the Sakura Senguchi's one. What are you talking uh-huh. about, the- they keep the spirit power. Sorry, I forgot about that part. Um, but yeah, she gets that make, and they're able to just destroy everything, and they make their way into the chamber where Clara, Layla, and Kaminsky are. And that's where we get Kaminsky's backstory, and we get some info about Layla. And we know, obviously, throughout the show, that she's in love with Kaminsky. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And she goes off and starts fighting the team while um, White Cape, who successfully destroyed the cannon, has to now fight Kaminsky because Kaminsky has a unique power where he's able to essentially just repair the cannon. He can repair the entire spaceship if he wanted to, um, mm-hmm. which is the power he got from this crystal when he touched it from long ago. And um we find out Layla is in love with him and she knows she's being controlled by him. She knows that he's using her. But what's hard for her is she realized that during this whole time of him using her that he wanted Clara more than he wanted her because obviously she was more powerful. Yeah. And it was a really sad moment I thought from yeah what I saw. Um, and when, cause she says it out loud and Kaminsky hears it and he tells her, you know, he's sorry and he'll fix it. He'll give her whatever she wants. But as he's saying it, he is essentially trying to control her into forgetting that he loves her or that she loves him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's essentially, he doesn't give a shit. And she, because she is conscious and sentient about the mind control She's able to essentially overpower his mind control. And she rips the crystal from her chest that he had implanted in her to control her. And obviously he's surprised, but again, she's able to do this because she was essentially aware of everything that he was doing. So he really didn't have control over her because she was already doing what he wanted anyway. So he didn't need to mind control her. Um... But at that point, she just kind of got tired of it. She realized that he's trying to erase her love for him. Um, And she goes and tries to save Kara, who's hooked up to a whole bunch of machines. And she's doing everything he wants. And as he's ripping... um, As she's ripping off these tubes, he's trying to stop them by shooting a bunch of crystals at them that has them at bay. But White Cape is able to get through. And as he's about to kill or blast the Layla with one of the spears, White Cape stops him. Um, But unfortunately, she's not able to stop all of them. And eventually, one of them gets through and just pierces her right through her chest. And in her rage, she rips out the, the tubes, saving Clara. She regains consciousness of who she is. Well, not really. Um
2: she I'll removes get the crystal from Claude's heart, bomb well, chest first.
0: Yeah, so she does regain who she is, the consciousness. Um but it's at that moment where Uwewa kinda tells her she's sorry and all that stuff.
2: And you go to your new family.
0: Yeah, she tells her to go to her new family, and she's obviously dying, and then the fire just consumes her. There's a big explosion. Uh, essentially killing her. And Clara goes fucking brawly berserk over there. <laughs> Which was an awesome scene, I thought. Very well animated scene. Like her rage and losing her sister was awesome. Um, just the, the hair flowing, the animation. She's super pissed off. She blows away all the flower division. She's wanting Kaminsky bad. Um. But Sakura is able to get through, uh, get out of her Mugen and confront her in her human body and essentially kind of go into her subconscious where she's kind of trapped herself in a crystal uh, and kind of starts showing her all the love and, and the friends that she has, the family she's made to try to get her to wake up from this psychotic state that she's in. Would she succeed? Yeah. Um, but obviously Kaminsky's pissed off. Um, but at this point, backup arrives. Finally, Kamiyama comes in from Europe on a whole bunch of giant battleships. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these battleships, again, because yes, yeah, they now prior knowledge are from previous flower div- or not previous other divisions from around the world. And we got to see some of these characters very little amounts of them unfortunately for you guys but we had the shanghai review uh, we had the london review and we had the german review um and really quickly we saw some of these characters throughout the show Um, lancelot and arthur who are the two blondes that we see the the arthur is obviously the male and lancelot was i think with the blonde pigtails um they're from the london review they're the ones with the two swords. Lancelot was the one with the two two swords. Um and the german ones were the ones that just used a bunch of guns and they had the like the big cross on the mugen that's from the german review. Um but we didn't see the mugens from the shanghai review unfortunately but they're all martial artists so they use hand to hand and like dragon fist things or not dragon fist like spiky wolverine claws. Um but essentially, they all team up once again uh, to essentially destroy the ship, which they succeed. The ship goes crashing down. Everybody gets to escape. But Volensky, he decides to fuse with the ship because he has that power. Um, so he fuses with the ship and he becomes this enormous fucking gundam size monstrosity, godzilla size. And he's going to destroy Tokyo. And once again, they all have to team up to take him down. Um, which they do. You know, it, it, to, to a point, we see uh, Kara wants to help. And she gets her own little Mugen. Which is pretty cool. Um, that they have been working on for her. Because she d- joined the Flower Division. But, yeah. A huge fight breaks out once again. He tries to destroy the city with the cannon the Tenguska cannon, because he's fused with it now. Um, but they're able to stop him. Um, is a pretty fun little battle and encounter they had there. Um, and we saw that they were able to do this because the spirit, I guess you can say, of Layla distracted Kaminsky enough yeah. by essentially grabbing and holding onto him, telling him how much she loves him. It was enough for Sakura combined combining her Mugen with Kara's Mugen, which is an ability that we never see in the games, because it's an ability that's always failed. Um, it begins and nobody was able to ever master it, not even Sakura. Well, she came close, but she never was able to do it. Um, but they were able to finally fuse the two Mugens Power Ranger style, and <laughs> essentially destroy the crystal in the chest of where Kaminsky was, uh, essentially killing him and destroying his giant form. Um, so yeah, that was essentially the anime. I know I missed, I skipped a lot and I missed a lot due to time constraints. But your guys' thoughts then, Ben? Um, oh, okay. Uh, I, I'm
1: gonna be sure anyway. <laughs> Uh, I had I only got to about episode six. I'm sorry. I had a hard time keeping interest in with the anime just because of all the references to stuff that I had no idea what it was without playing the game. So mm-hmm. for me, it. Although some of it was cool, I loved the flower troops. I liked the enemy, the um, what you got the, armored, squadron, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was hard for me to be. Super excited for something that I was being again. Just getting confused if it was if it if it wasn't making because it was making references but not covering them. If yeah. it hadn't done those, then it would have been okay. But I was getting really confused of what was going on at times. Uh, yeah, like
0: it's it's definitely an anime where you had to play the game to understand. Yeah. Like I said, if so I knew that this that. was a continuation, it sucks. I totally understand, though. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Oh don't worry. Fine.
0: Uh, what about you, Alfonso?
2: Okay, first I gotta ask this. Is is Clara White Bass mother? And I asked this because she has the same wings at the end.
0: Um uh, No. No, because we do find out that White Ma- White Cape is also a demon. Uh, she was the uh-huh. demon that Kaminsky saw fly away back yeah. in the day. Um no, Clara is essentially a genetically engineered demon. Um, she's, okay. she's, she's not human, and she's not demon. She's essentially a test tube creation with the genes of both human and demon. Uh, her and her okay. sister are. Um, yeah, because they wanted to harness the demon's power in order to kind of make them less terrifying to look at. I guess, and try to bridge the gap between the two species. Um, that's essentially what what the two of them are.
2: Okay. No, the only reason I ask is because I know White Cape did meet that scientist, and because she, she did know her, and I was curious. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you gave her your DNA to, you know, create Clara. But maybe she okay. did. Uh, if that happened,
0: I didn't catch on to it. Um,
2: okay,
0: but we, I she was definitely there when the two of them were created to kind of she was she was really good friends with that
2: old lady. Yeah. Um. Speaking about Clara, yeah, I can't stand her voice. I'm sorry. I try to get past <laughs> her but her voice is especially when she says Sakura's name. I was like, oh my god, please do not talk. I'm glad that she doesn't really talk. Oh, I cannot stand her voice. It's so cringy. Yeah. That <laughs> that was hard. I
0: loved it. You know why I loved it? Because I hear that voice every day that I play Genshin Impact because she's the voice of Klee, <laughs> my favorite that. character. That's <laughs> the same voice.
2: Um, Soccer is really dumb. I'm sorry. Like, White Cape is your master and you couldn't realize that I was White Cape? Like... Seriously? Yeah.
0: It's kind of dumb. Like... None of them knew that. But it's, like I it it's one of those things that's really obvious when you first see
2: it. <laughs> like, oh, come on. Like... She is not is like the beginning like she disappears and then all of a sudden she appears you don't see her hat or her mask but you see the cape like I mean
1: that, that's kind it? of like of a but uh that's more of an animated Superman, Superman Clark Kent think.
2: dude Superman well, well, Clark Kent that's that, what it is
1: don't have to do, do <laughs> Yeah it. but
2: it but, can... but still but, but still you should know she you 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 basically learn after her you know her fighting style you see how this person fights that you just can't put two and two together? Like, I mean,
1: just look at Sailor Moon.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: a kind of anime uh, thing where. Oh, who is that mysterious masked person that I, <laughs> looks yeah, a bit like yeah, the person I trained yeah, with and
2: yeah, I'm friends yeah. with?
1: Oh, look, my friend has disappeared. Oh, but this new person's appeared somewhere. Who could it be? Yeah,
2: yeah true. Um. We didn't really talk about him, but he's also my favorite character, the mechanic. <laughs> yes. I love this person. My favorite episode is when, um, you know, they was following Clara because they feel like she's hiding something. And they got attacked by that, that mutant, that, that, you know, that demon. And then uh-huh. he called and said, oh, I got something. He has this little robot praising <laughs> this robot, like this robot could do something, and he throws the robot and he gets hit in one shot, and he gets mad, that he got destroyed. Uh, and he's always getting, he's always getting scolded by the president. Like, uh, he, he's not supposed to activate the Mugen without, like, you know, her, her authorization, and he's not supposed to leave without her authorization when he found out that um... Sakura and 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 the captain was going on a date, which wasn't. It was to half an hour Yeah, yeah. He, he he's my favorite. Um, animation was great. Fight scenes were great. Like yeah. I said, needed more backstory in terms of the other the other members of the group. Um, yeah, I, I I I truly enjoyed it. Like I would enjoy it more if I, like you say if I understand like. If I played a game, it would have made more more sense to me. But for what I got from it, yeah, overall, I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I agree 100% with you about the backstory stuff. It sucks. Like I said, if I knew, I would have recommended it. I didn't know. I thought it was literally the anime based on the game. Um, but yeah, um, the parts with the mechanic were great because... The parts when he's in the shower, in particular, and they walk in on him. That was the stuff that you saw in the game, but without him, it was Kamiyama who was doing it. Um, Mm -hmm. He essentially was the character that the mechanic was in the anime. (laughs) Always Uh, at the wrong place at the wrong time. time. Um, And I was really sad that he wasn't featured more in the story in this, because he's a great fucking character. He's hilarious. Um, but I can see why they wanted to focus more on the girls instead of him. Um, yeah. But in the few moments that he was in the show, I thought he was still pretty great, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know his character, and I know all the characters. Um, Sakura is obviously essentially supposed to be the main character. I mean, the show is named after her. Um. Mm-hmm. But like in the game, if what the game is, is essentially a dating simulator slash action RPG, where you fight the demons with the Mugens, but during the day you're trying to build a relationship with these characters and essentially pick one of them to go to be with you at the end. Except for Azumi, she's a child. Don't get weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you get you know whatever ending you get depending on how good your relationship is with with the characters and it builds Uh into the game like the better relationship you have with all the characters the more they do together during combat and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um we also obviously saw glimpses of characters that you were like who the fuck are these people out of nowhere um we saw two characters in particular um one looked like a maid wearing a green shirt, and another one was wearing like a purple schoolgirl. Yeah.
2: Outfit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They, in the game, were part of what's called the Moon Division. And they're essentially spies. They live in Tokyo as spies for the Flower Division, gathering information about all kinds of shit. One of them works at a bakery, a sweet bakery. She's the maid one. And the other one is just she pretends to be a hardcore fangirl of all the girls in the flower division that do the performances. And she pretty much gathers information about people who come into the theater. We didn't get to see obviously a lot of them, but you see a lot of them in the game and a lot of the stuff that they do. Um, The shop owner was really well done. She's exactly how she is in the game. She only cares about money and everything you do she finds a way to make money out of it in the game. But obviously the big one for me was not seeing more of the other combat reviews helping out because they were heavily featured in the game as well. Um, so yeah, it sucks. But it is what it is. Um, but for me, the, positive, the animation I thought was phenomenal. I think this is one of the best animated shows I've seen in a while. Um great colors, great bold lines. Um I don't think I saw the same animation repeated throughout the show, which you see a lot in animes. Um the combat was great, like you said Alfonso. Um I love the voice acting throughout, um especially Sakura's, who's voiced by the same woman that does Lucy's voice from Fairy Tale. Give me all day long. Um, obviously the guy who does Weiss's voice does Kamiyama um, I thought overall all the characters were voiced very well because the game doesn't have an English dub it's all Japanese so hearing the characters with an English voice was really nice um, but yeah and the story I thought was really good uh, personally like I just love how it went and it was a lot darker towards the end than I was expecting much like the game was Starts off all light-hearted, and then towards the end of the game, you're like, "What the fuck is going on? This is insane." So, yeah. So for me, who has prowl knowledge, I absolutely fucking loved it. To me, this is easily a nine out of ten. Um, but your nice guys' score, Alfonso.
2: I'm I'm gonna give it a seven. If it, if I knew. What I If I knew if I played a game yesterday, it would get a nine, but it has to be taken off points because like I can't really truly appreciate it because there's so much missing that I don't really know like you do, Gary, so it's, mm-hmm. it's only a seven. All right, and Ben? Um, Mike out, so one
0: second. Um, a seven. I'm
1: going to go with a seven. Um, I feel for the same reason as So It looked good. The animation was really good. Um, But I can't give it much more than a 7 because of everything that I've said before.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Also, I really need a cable. Damn it, USB-C. No, it's not even USB. (laughs) It's micro-USB. I wish it was usb C.
0: I See, Ben, I think you would enjoy playing the game, especially on stream, because it is one of those games where... You talk to the characters and you got to make the decisions and depending on the decisions you make will determine how much they like you, how much they hate you. Like Uh how to feel boyfriend, in a way, but with people instead of birds.
1: (laughs) I'm looking at, googling it now. Okay, it's 50 pounds. Well, okay. It's 50 pounds. Or £30 for the deluxe edition?
0: hmm I think the deluxe edition comes with swimsuit outfits. I'm not sure.
1: I just find it funny the deluxe edition, that. edition is half price.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, a person I think you enjoy, it. like, combat-wise, it plays like a Dynasty Warriors game. You run around and you fight a bunch of demons that way. Um... Which is a drastic change from previous Soccer War games, yeah, which was a, do. more of a strategy arc.
1: Ooh, Nico ears. The cat ears. <laughs> I might pick this up at the end of the month. We'll see.
0: Because I know you like end? to play those types of games and stream them for people. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Oh, also, the awesome opening cinematic with the music from the game.
2: Yeah. Isn't yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I love that song. That song is always in the game. Well, anyways, that's Soccer Awards, the animation. Alfonso, I think it's your turn mm-hmm. to pick. It is, and it,
2: it, it's, not, it's not obvious. I mean, it's kind of obvious what I said back when it was Ben recommendation, and you already know I'm picking Bungle Dogs, Bungo Shade Dogs Season 3. I have to. I, <laughs> I need to finish this. we We need to finish this. I thought Season 2 was great, but Season 3 is even better. Like, I, I had to re-watch it, and it's it's so good, and they kind of have a movie. Yeah, they kind of have a movie, but it's not really a movie, because it does show season two and three, but there's That's um awesome. a few differences between season two and three, so I'm going to watch that just to see what they added. There's in an the... OBA more than the
1: movie. Original video. Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm going to watch it just to see what's the difference. But yeah, my, my recommendation is, is season three. Like, <laughs> season three is really just the best out of the best out of the whole the whole you know, series. So yeah, that's my recommendation.
1: Okay.
0: All righty. Ben, shout outs. How can people reach you?
1: I'd like to shout out to everyone. Um, shout out to both of you, uh, both Gary and Alfonso. Shout out to Wood Listens. Thank you so much.
2: Um,
1: yeah.
0: Alphonse?
2: Shout out to you guys, to so our listeners, to so our followers. Um, Dragon Ball movie, come out now. I want it now. I, I don't want to wait next year. I want it now. Um, yeah, great recommendation, Gary. Um, I feel like I need to play this game just because I would have a better understanding. Like, I hate watching stuff that I don't understand when it's either related to movies or or, or TV shows or whatever. Based on how whatever is if, if stated or shown, so um, yeah, not right away, but, but down the road. I love you that know, game so that much. Down the road, I, I will pick it up. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Alexand7. All
0: right, and you can reach me at Gaglaush on Twitter. That's G A G L A U S H. Shout out to you guys. As always, thanks for having me host. Thank you for joining me. It's always great. Love talking anime with you guys. Out uh, to the listeners, as always. Thanks for listening. That's us. We're done. We're finished. Stay tuned for Dragon Ball movie news. Bye. Bye. Bye.